Hello friends, from our home here to your homes where you are, we send you our greetings and our deepest, warmest love at this time. We hope you are well, we hope that you are safe. And isn't it lovely just to spend time worshipping together and now to spend time round the, the word, the truth, the truth of the one we love, the one we adore, the one we've given our lives to, to see what he has to say to us this morning, to, to direct our steps and for us to obey and follow. And we have been thinking about our prophetic season right now of open gates, gates that are open for us to walk out and bring love and kindness and the truth of the gospel, and gates that are open for people to come in and join our family and for us to welcome and and love and honour. And Dan has been talking to us about lights on a hill, and I find that quite a profound and amazing imagery. When the nights get dark and you go outside and um, everything's pitch black and you gaze up and there's a few stars, but then you see a nearby hill and it's lit up like Castle Hill when it gets lit up and all your focus and attention is drawn to it. And it's the same with us that God would like us to be a light on a hill because it shines. It brings illumination in the darkness when it's a dark time and there seems to be no no hope and no truth, up comes a light on a hill and it brings revelation and hope. And that is God's design and plan for us. And it is, light on a hill is both about deeds and kindness that draws people to us, but it's also about truth of revelation and illumination that lights up people's hearts the, with the gospel. And just as the children, just as you have been looking at the armour of God and the, and the gospel that, that shods our feet, that goes on like shoes that we can take out, the gospel of truth and peace um, that goes out into, our, into Huddersfield and Kirklees and Calderdale, Halifax and Brighouse and Homefirth and all those places. And um, while I was gardening in my allotment, um, I was pulling up the weeds, getting rid of the stones putting in the manure and God spoke to me says all this work is preparation for the seeds of life and it's the same with kindness kindness is preparation for the gospel of truth and sowing love and kindness is good in itself we do good because we have love of our father in us it's innate in us and it brings life and hope to people but ultimately God wants to bring them into a revelation of himself, into a relationship with himself and wants to bring the gospel of eternal life into their hearts so that they can live forever. And just as I remove stones and I put manure and I do all those things, kindness is a preparation for the beds. Kindness softens hearts. Goodness attracts attention. Love brings God in because he is love and they begin to see him for the first time. Faithfulness wins trust over. And the Bible says, don't stop doing God. Don't don't get tired with doing good, it says in Galatians 6 verse 9, because it brings well-being, it brings the kingdom. But in order to bring eternal life, the gospel is essential. So we need to look at um, what does the gospel mean to you? Because does it just mean good morals or something we have in common? Perhaps a right way to walk or a way of getting attention? Um, and in, in the youth, we were looking at God in our pockets. So we were looking at um, 
sometimes when we we don't put God first but he becomes just a, something nice that we bring out um, perhaps when we're feeling a bit sad or we need something or a nice um, reminder of who we are in God but actually the gospel is a central point of everything we believe and who we are and it says in Romans 1 this is what Paul thinks of the gospel he says I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes first the Jew then the Gentile for in the gospel the righteousness of God is revealed a righteousness that is by faith from first to last just as it is written the righteous will live by faith the gospel is the good news that we don't have to make our way back to God that God himself has come down in our mess and in our in our mistakes and he has made a way for us to have a relationship with him to change our hearts to to restore us to bring restoration into our lives our families our nation that's the gospel of it's powerful and in the message it's the same it's the same verses but a different translation so it's the Romans 1 verse 16 to 17 in the message it's news I'm most proud of to proclaim this extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts him starting with the Jews then right on to everybody else God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith confirming what scripture has said all along the person in right standing before God by trusting him really lives and we want to be those people whose feet are ready to share the truth that people can really live. And I'm kind of thinking, what are the things that stop us, that just keep us preparing the beds and pulling the weeds up and bringing kindness, but stop us bringing the truth of the gospel? Sometimes it is embarrassment. Sometimes we don't know what to say. But if we really believe this power, if we really believe that people can be changed and transformed and and can live eternal eternally there's something inside us that won't be able to stop spreading the gospel let me just turn my page over sorry so i was thinking about um what the things that might stop us so it might be embarrassment it might be genuinely that we look at people and we think oh well they hope they look seem okay they're educated they've got a nice job or the children are nice and polite they seem to be to be managing better than I'm managing. Um, and we look at people and, and perhaps we compare ourselves to people, but I think we forget that we're measuring people sometimes by earthly measures, that we are measuring them by their finances, by how they appear, by um, uh, their education, by the roles they carry, perhaps the house they live in. All these are earthly measures. But God says, measure them by kingdom measures. Because he says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God in Romans 2, verse 23. That's his measure. His measuring standard says, we have all messed up. We've all been rebellious. We've all walked away from God. We've all made mistakes. We've all lied. He says, that's my measuring standard. These people aren't okay and their lives have corruption in them just as ours did. And they have rottenness in them, just as ours did. And um, eternally they're not okay. Because it says in Matthew 25, verse 31 to 46, that Jesus is talking about himself. And he says at the end times, he will have to separate the goats from the sheep. 
and whatever that means and wherever the goats go I'm not really wanting to get into that but I'm all I want to say to you is eternally these people without the gospel of truth without Jesus without re without relationship with God are, are neither okay now and not okay eternally um, I remember as a teenager somebody telling me a story once and it stuck with me about um, going to heaven however we get there whether it's the end of times whether it's dying and we, we get to heaven and there's a separation of goats and sheep and um, we, we're with our friends our earthly friends and they're hanging around us and they're looking in astonishment and we look quite calm because we know what's going on and they're looking at us and said you knew about this you knew there was an eternal truth you knew that there would be a separation and you didn't tell me and I stood back and I thought wow we have a responsibility to tell our friends about what is eternally happening not out of fear not out of scaring but out of being kind and good to them saying we can offer them hope and eternal truth and eternal promise we as a people carry something very special and it's called the gospel of truth and it's powerful and it changes lives and it sets people free and it brings healing inward healing and outward healing it introduces people to our heavenly father to eternal truths to eternal reality it teach it it brings restoration to marriages restores individuals it brings new starts and new lives. It's eternal life. And we have the words of truth. And just as Paul says, I'm most proud to proclaim this extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts in him. Bringing the gospel of truth is not something to be frightened of. It's not something that we can't do. It's a simple message. Now, what I'd love to do in the future... Um, I'm not in the months to come is to revisit how do we share the gospel and to give you um tools in your belt as different ways that you can do this i found myself i've had to practice it in my bedroom to the mirror find different ways of bringing it to different types of people and that's given me a confidence and a and a better way of um approaching it um, and i'd love to be able to share those things with you too but don't be frightened of this gospel. It's powerful to change our communities, to change people's lives, to bring heaven to earth in a real way so people can see heaven. It's the light on the hill that illuminates the darkness and opens people's eyes to eternal truth. Let's bring the gospel. Would you like to pray with me, please? Father God, we thank you that we have received your gospel that you brought life in your goodness and your kindness to us, that your kindness turned our eyes round to you and our hearts accepted the truth that Jesus died for our sins and that's made us right with God and we can now have a relationship with you. And Father God, we accept that this changed our lives, changed our hearts, changed our families, and Father, how much we want this for other people in our communities. God, make us those who carry your word responsibly with awe, with power, mixing it in with your Holy Spirit 
and bringing life-giving truths, fresh truths, truths that flow with milk and honey into people's hearts, that flow with kindness and goodness from people that they trust. Father God, that we would be those who bring the truth of eternal life to people so that they can see you, have a relationship with you and turn to you. God, we thank you that you've made us your ambassadors at this time, in this place, right now, to bring hope and truth and kindness. Amen. Thank you very much and I'll see you again very soon. Take care and don't forget to stay connected, stay in light, connecting into life hubs um, and ringing each other, loving each other well. Bye.